0: We're both talking. We're Tom, Francesca, uh, where you're making me hungry. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, we decided to do a little podcast. This is it.
1: Yes, and we're talking about food. And we're talking about food and eating with people we like, um, people we know, people we don't know very well and we want to know more. We're talking to people who make food in all sorts of um, incarnations.
0: People with food allergies. Uh, I'm, I'm fascinated by everything that we've learned.
1: I know. There are more things... I didn't realize... I know this is maybe kind of a dumb thing. I didn't realize that there's, like... You can basically be allergic to anything.
0: You can be allergic to everything. But
1: you can be allergic to everything. And it makes people's lives... And that's not to trivialize it, because it makes people's lives really hard. But there are things that I didn't think. Like, one of our friends can't have, like, finned fish, for example. And I was like, I've heard of shellfish allergies, but I didn't realize... Finned fish is also another allergy.
0: Which is weird because it's like such a neutral thing, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I think that is kind of like a neutral thing, except that there are people that are passionately against eating fish, but I don't associate with those people. Yeah, that's
0: weird. Uh, And then friends with over 20 food allergies? Yes. Friends with zero food allergies? I don't think... I don't know what I would do if I... I guess I would adapt.
1: You adapt. adapt. And um, the person that we talked to that has a ton of food allergies... Because of that, I think that's one of the reasons why they are such they're a phenomenal cook. Maybe that's why. Could be. They're creative. And also people who I've never worked in kitchens. Tom's done a lot of work in kitchens, and I'm fascinated by asking people about the kitchen life because I have such a like a not glamorized, but I've such a fascinated look at it because I've read every, every chef's memoir to have ever been written. Because in my fantasy life, I know one day in a kitchen would kill me and I would never actually be able to do it. But in my fantasy life, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm like a, a cook at some fancy, fancy restaurant.
0: I think you could do it. Yeah.
1: I think I could do it, but I think I don't have that kind of... I'm also, I think, too old to start now. Because it's just hard on your body and I don't have that kind of grit to be doing all the prep cook things that you need to do to get up all, all in there. I, it would be better if I just like won the lottery... And I could fund someone else's restaurant dreams, <laughs> and it could be like, oh, I'm the owner, and I have a table somewhere,
0: and, and I. Know, this is all my menu. This is
1: mine, this and is I could pick. I like. This
0: is all fried chicken covered in hot Cheetos because oh, that's all I want. Yeah, and then fried it, chicken with cheese stuffed inside.
1: Oh God.
0: Oh, I saw I saw a recipe for that.
1: The fried chicken. Um, we're talking about Taiwanese fried chicken right now, and there's not one in Richmond yet. But there needs to be, like, a hot a hot star Taiwanese fried chicken as the chain is, like, blown up globally, and I'm just waiting for it. I'm sure there are probably some in, like, D.C. or in New York, but it would do so well in Richmond.
0: You know what else would do really well in Richmond?
1: Oh. Oh, I know.
0: Oh, a Shake Shack? A
1: Shake Shack.
0: Shake Shack. Danny Meyer, if you're listening to this, which, I mean, you're probably not, I- is anyone
1: gonna listen to this? I feel like my mom is very excited.
0: Uh, but we need a Shake Shack in Richmond. I am honestly thinking about starting a petition. Let me know, let Francesca know if you would sign that posi- pe- <laughs> that petition. <laughs> like uh, at
1: change.org? Do you yeah. think change.org would let us start a Shake Shack pet- petition?
0: We could fucking try. Yeah. We need, we need a Shake Shack in Richmond.
1: I'll be able to. I would work the. I think I'd be able to handle working there. Maybe, maybe as just as the cashier. You would,
0: you would be a great cashier. I feel like
1: I'd be fine. I've I've done retail. I've worked a cash cash machine box thing before. I could do that, but I just don't know if I could with the food. I get so flustered. <laughs> Me, but the yeah. cashier thing, I think I could work. It'd be fine. Oh Shake Shack, I'd get married in a Shake Shack.
0: All right. What else? What else do we discover on this episode?
1: A lot. We've, like, learned a lot of, of things about, I think, also the way people go about their food choices is fascinating. Like, what people choose as their favorite go-to fast food meal.
0: I think there there were a lot of similar, a lot of people chose the same things, which I think is fascinating, because it's not, like, typical options you would have thought about.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, people were really into, like, ones that I was like, oh, I I, I did not expect you to mention, a, like, X fast food restaurant. Or, which... like,
0: I wouldn't even consider this a fast food restaurant until you put it this way. Yeah, that's... We, we, dis- we discovered, uh, a little spoiler, uh, if it has a drive through, it's fast food. Yes. Uh, I don't... Th- I guess Starbucks counts.
1: I feel like Starbucks does count, although they're not really a food place or more beverage
0: but so if you've been wondering what constitutes a fast food restaurant you're getting a little sneak peek tidbit information drive through yes. i think we actually talk about that on the first episode
1: yes we do uh, yeah.
0: yeah we've we've also recorded all 12 episodes so this is just us reminiscing and getting everyone excited about this so hopefully you're listening you're getting excited we're doing our job
1: yeah and we also talk a lot about how people cook At home, I thought, I think it's really interesting to talk to people who cook professionally to find out if they even do cook at home, if they like to cook at home, and mostly the answer is no, but, um, some of them, it seems like, do like to cook at home, and then it'll be, like, a completely different cuisine than, like, whatever restaurant that they work at, which makes sense. Yeah,
0: like, when I do cook at home, it's just rice, (laughs) rice and and beans and a protein. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know.
1: Or a lot of, another common thread, through line, a lot of our friends had parents that didn't or wouldn't cook, and then are now good cooks as a result, or want to be good cooks as as adults, because they didn't have, like, those kind of meals or access to certain things. And I think that's really interesting.
0: I like it. I, I, I want everyone. I think everyone should know how to cook. It's a, it's a... Yes.
1: It is a life skill that everyone should have, and... It's not your fault if you don't know how, but it is your fault if you are not trying to learn, but there's so many good YouTube things or just recipes online that you can look up. So hopefully we'll be talking even more about that kind of stuff in the future.
0: Yeah. Um, cool. Well, I, I think we're done kind of explaining <laughs> what, what this is about. Um, yeah, we love food. We love talking about food. Uh, we want to hear your feedback. We want you to subscribe, like us, love us, uh, want more of us. All yes. right. Episode drops August 6th. That's Tuesday. August 6th. Goodbye. Okay, bye. Bye.